What's up, everybody? Kevin Wagstaff here, owner, co-founder of Spectora. Another episode of Spectora Spotlight with James Hooper. I really enjoyed this episode for a few reasons. He um, is still in that transition of going from his full-time job to making inspections his full-time job. He talks a lot about that struggle and, and balancing both. So anyone that's ever done that or going through it now, it's very relatable. Um, but then he also talks about one of the most creative ways I've heard anyone use actions. So make sure to uh, listen for that because it's an amazing marketing tip um, and he more than makes his money back um, for what he spends on advance. So hope you enjoy it. And as always, everyone, thank you for listening. Send me guests. If you have ideas, if someone's inspirational, um, an inspector that you just love or that you think would make for a good guest, send them my way. Always happy uh, to do it. And we hope you enjoy. Thanks. Glad we can make this happen. Thanks for know, uh, thanks for the heads up yesterday. Yeah, it's um, I guess it it's one of those things where this is where I could use help. <laughs> this is where I could use like a operations person, right? Because um, I'm at the I'm at an inspection and I get a notification on my phone for some reason in my mind. I thought it was today anyway, but still my heart just sunk. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and a part of me was was just like can I do the, can I do the inspection and do the podcast at the same time? Like, that's not really fair to anybody, man. So I just put my tail between my legs, responded to you real quick and said, man, I'm so sorry, dude. Love it. That would have been a first though, which would have been hilarious. It probably, we probably would have done neither of them very well if you tried to inspect a home and do an interview. Yeah, you're hearing me muffled in, uh, <laughs> in the call space right now, you know? <laughs> no worries happens all the time i always say business first if you you know if someone has a job i'm like you know what i'm not going anywhere go make your money and then we'll chat about it later yeah yeah man um so very cool so let's we can jump right in um thanks so much i, I remember seeing your name pop up like a year year and a half ago yep um and there's always i there's always people where i'm like man this guy's a go-getter this guy mm -hmm. just is like boom 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 Mm -hmm. certain people I'm like you're going to succeed you're going to do well and I love mm -hmm. that and I love that I, th I remember thinking that about you um for what it's worth I never told you that um but yeah let's let's talk about the story and the backstory I think this that's what people have said they've enjoyed so much about the pod is mm -hmm. hearing everyone's unique stories how they've built it the mentality going through it and I think like you said you're an open book which I really appreciate I'm sure others do so yeah what were you doing before this how did you get into the biz? Well, keep in mind, it's before and that before is still before, like it's still continuing. Right. Like I, you know, so, um, you know, I, I mean, I work full time and, and I do inspections part time. Right. And I, and I say the quotes because my schedule is with inspections is, is full time. So in essence, I'm having two full time jobs. Two full time jobs. Yeah. So by a couple of years ago, I, I have a friend who's an agent. And, um, you know, she said, Hey, what do you, what, what do you think about doing home inspections? You know, mm -hmm. um, you asked me what I was doing beforehand. It's, I work at a small company called UPS. You might've heard of it. Yeah. A little company. Yeah. Small little company. And, um, I'm an international account executive. So been with them for eight, eight years or so. Um, so I help businesses grow their businesses globally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm talking to CFOs, CEOs and all this stuff and learning a lot about business at the same time. Right. Uh, and she was saying, Hey, you know, one is you have a construction background Two, you are really good with people because you are talking to CFOs, you're talking to 
key level, you know, decision makers. Right. And so home inspections would be perfect for you. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> what, what does the home inspector do? Like, what are they, I mean, I heard of them, right. But what, what do they do? Right. Well, they, you know, part of the transaction and, and you're inspecting the house, checking for stuff. And I said, okay, kind of put it on the, on the shelf. And then I went back um, to her later. She's all, you never really followed up with that whole home inspection thing. I was like, well, tell me more about it. And then I just started my research and I said, well, show me, uh, show me an inspection report. And I know they're, they're classified or whatever, but mm-hmm. I showed me an inspection report. So she showed me a couple and I'm like, these were horrible. They were so long, so dogmatic. So like, I'm one of those people that give me the, give me what's wrong with my, my house type yeah. of, a, of a personality. And I'm like 85 pages, 95 pages. And you're scrolling through, you know, and I'm trying to like, you can't move the cursor at all. Right. You got to like, look down. <laughs> this is what I so said. This is what you're getting. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I started hunting. The first thing I did before I even get started was hunted for a software, right. Mm-hmm. That would match would match. I, I'm a very simple guy. And so I'm looking for a software that would be simple. It would be, would be easy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess my business philosophy, philosophy would be, be simple, be relational and be easy. Those few things. Yeah. Right? Sometimes simple is not always easy. And so, so I found that's how I found new guys. And then I went and created my business, honestly, around, I know people add Spectora to it. I actually found Spectora and then added my business around Spectora. Mm-hmm. So on, you know, on Facebook group and all that stuff when people were saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm thinking about adding Spectora. That's I, Spectora has been the foundation since, since day one. Okay. So uh, I finally did all of my study, did all my research while working, continue working full time. And then all of a sudden I got licensed and um, I was ready. To, I was ready to go. And um she had called me. She said, Hey, are you ready to go? And I said, yes. But in reality, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was not I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Ready to go. That's my test. You know, I'm certified. I licensed to the state and she said, great. I have an inspection like on, on this Thursday. Great. So do you have the tools? Absolutely. <laughs> it would be no, right. It's like, I have to go to Home Depot and, 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 and grab yep. the tool. And, and, and grab a ladder and all that stuff and and that inspection was um was a lot of fun but and then it's been a ride ever since oh, i love this so much to dive into um so talk, let's back up to that thought process of the second time she brought it to you because sounds like great career great company what were you weighing and considering when thinking hey i have a great full-time job why don't i pick up another part-time soon to be full-time job i don't like I don't, I don't like looking at UPS. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 um, there's a potential path to maybe a different career, yeah. different freedoms. Yeah. And I've owned a business before, you know, and I thought, you know, man, I would love an opportunity just to work for myself again. Um, you know, have a team of people is my goal, but, um, and, and do that, you know, and I love, I've always, I mean, on my, you know, on my coffee table, I have house magazines and construction magazines and all that stuff. I, got to open houses with my kids, you know, I mean, I just, it's a secret uh, passion or not a secret passion, a passion probably. No, I love it. You know, I, I, I love projects and houses and landscapes and all that stuff. So it really does fit my personality. So it Perfect. wasn't, it was just, 
to figure out to get licensed, there's so much stuff that you have to do, especially in, in Oregon, that I just had to stop and write down every single thing, step by step, what I have to do. What do I have to do, first of all? Well, mm -hmm. I have to get educated and pass that test. And, and so I had to do like a bullet list and then finally just do those checklists is what I had to do. So Got just it. trying to, it's just doing it. So did it feel, were you stretched at any point? Was it like evenings and weekends or kind of what was that balancing act like while you were studying, doing the logistics of kind of getting the business up and running? It was hard. So during the training, I would, I would work at UPS mm -hmm. and, I would, um, and I would spend two hours every night to, to study, you know? And yep. the school that I did, um, it, it sounds kind of like an older guy, like a grandfather sitting, talk, telling you lessons, you know? And I'm like, and you would say, uh, you know, find plumbing. And if there's a mistake or there's an issue, <laughs> further evaluation by a license, you know? And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I listened to that for months to the whole, you know, spring or, or winter. And it was almost comfortable where it's like I sat and had my coffee. My wife knew exactly what I was doing. I was in the corner. And um, she even would sometimes nap listening to this guy's voice. <laughs> um, but I would just do it. And I would just, I would just listen, listen, and do it. So I would actually, that's how I got started. Mm -hmm. it, work full time and then do the, do the classes at night. And then um, again, when it's time to go, I, I did, I've been doing both. Wow. And still doing both to this day. Yeah. I can't tell you how many, man, I can't tell you how many Zoom calls I've done in cross spaces. <laughs> you know, we joke about that, but I'm serious. Like, you know, with my, uh, I'll have a head to head with my manager. Yep. And, hey, I can't, I said, man, I, I'm sorry, I can't be, uh, you know, on my computer right now. Meanwhile, I'm in the attic trying to shuffle like yeah. presses and, and joists, and, and it's just, um, yeah, and and that happens, it still happens all the time. So it's the beauty of the remote world. It can be done. You know what I mean? It's like you are the thing that needs to be there, and you can be anywhere. Um, it is, yep. So, did you initially have a? I'm always curious of someone's kind of um, if they have a a roadmap or a vision when they say, okay, I'm doing this other thing. I'm going to try and ramp it up. I want to build a team someday. Did you set timelines, goals, or is it more like, let's just evaluate it as it happens? So my first thought, okay, so I'm, once I got licensed and again, I already have a, a friend or two that are agents, right? Mm -hmm. And they do about 30, you know, 40 transactions a, a year um, and I knew that this this was may, may this is like May or June so I thought well maybe one or two a month mm -hmm. you know that, that's fine to get warm, warmed up um, as I did get my the ball rolling and we'll talk about that but um, business started coming in like 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 super crazy uh, I know you have access to spectacular calendars but um, but unexpectedly it grew quicker than you thought right it was just like oh yeah, so that's a funny story. So I was coming back from visiting my brother and um, let me back up a little bit before that. So my wife has a friend who bought a house and her agent, um, her, her name is, I'll say her name is Melissa. And Melissa mm -hmm. said, uh, um, the, the client's name was Shannon. And Shannon said, hey, Melissa, I'd rather use Rachel's husband, James, who just got his license and I want to give him a shot, you know, at inspecting my house. And Melissa said, of course, that is entirely up to you. Uh, I remember going to this house. Um, I already have the tools, keep in mind. Now, I, ha I have the tools now. Uh, and I've only mm -hmm. done like probably maybe three or four inspections before that. Right. Uh, back, but not very many at all. 
so this is my first like stranger agent don't know the agent um and i remember it was a hot day so i got a bottle of water i got a couple camping chairs and i remember um setting it up with the water right in there and she's like oh who's this for oh this is for you i know it's hot i sit in the car um and wow real quick so did you just instinctively do that or was that like something you had always planned and said like hey i'm gonna go above and beyond because that's not normal to me. Not everyone just thinks to do cool stuff like that. It was just, it was just hot. It's just common sense. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, cool. you know? So I, um, so I inspected that house. Okay. And um, I, I told Melissa, Hey, you know, you'll live my software. I didn't try to sell it to her. I was already doing the home inspection for her and, yeah. and a lot of other stuff she's working on. Right. So you got to know when to sell and when not to sell. And I um, just said, thanks, Melissa. You know, you'll get the report, you know, um, tomorrow morning i had no idea when she was gonna get the report you know but i think i said tomorrow morning um and then that's it right well a month later i was coming back from visiting my brother and she calls me and i knew i was about to hit a dell a, a no cell phone you know service going through the mountains and so i pulled her over you know she's like hey, hey, hey james do you have a couple of seconds i acted like i was so busy so yeah i got a few minutes what, what can <laughs> I remember being so excited that she's calling me and there's only one reason for her to call me. And she said that she was having issues with her current inspector and she wanted to see if I had some time, <laughs> if I had some time in my schedule to bring on another agent. I said, well, I think I can manage that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let me check. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so um, she said, great. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a inspection next week, next Monday, you know, and I'm like, shoot, I have business meetings. But I said, yeah. And I went, I did my, finish my trip, super excited. Um, but when I'm doing that phone call, she did say, James, I'm a high volume agent, you know, and I don't know what high volume to you may be different to me, but she does a hundred plus, um, transactions a year and she has, she has a team of five. And so, um, so yeah, after that, so that was June or July and then from July to December, I think I did 47 or 48 inspections for Melissa's team. Wait, let's go back. So you, you had, you moved all your meetings. I assume you made it work. I mean, uh, I made it work. Yeah. So I, I think this is a lesson for people baked in here of like, just say yes and figure it out later. Right. Because you imagine if you were like, let me see if I can move some stuff around. You were just like, yep, I could do it. Uh, look, I know people say, you know, family life balance. I totally hundred percent get that. But at the same time, um, especially when you start out, you got to make things work. You, you got to make sacrifices. And, um, I mean, I have a full schedule this week of inspections and I'll be perfectly honest with you. No idea how that, how, how that is, it, this is going to be a tough week because I have meetings with UPS, yeah, uh, some big companies, you know, and so I got to figure that out. So. I think work-life balance, the, tr- the simplistic way people talk about it, I think is just ridiculous. And I don't believe in it because Mike and I wouldn't be here if we looked for a harmonious work-life balance those first two and a half years of Spectora. It's like, no, anything that's worth having, I believe is worth doing something a little crazy for, maybe sacrificing yeah. other parts Absolutely. of your life for. Um, and you did that. And so I think I, for everyone that, it, there's a lot of new inspectors, I'll say that, mm-hmm think they can kind of stroll into the business, get to a couple hundred inspections a year while spending all this great quality time with your kids and wife and having another job. No, no, it's a grind. You got to sacrifice something, right? It's, it's a grind and you gotta, you know, 
you got to have some tough conversations with people that you love. Um, and it's just like, look, it's, this is not forever. This is now like it's, it's, it's a means to an end. It really is. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a total, total ride. So that's but from the first part of the year, that's 47. And then my first year part-time, uh, 168 inspections. Wow. So, is- um, and I haven't even, I listen to all the podcasts. I listen to all you guys about SEO and, and all that. And I even began that. I, I haven't touched that yet. You probably don't want to yet until you're. Well, yeah. And I have people say, well, you know, you're just afraid to grow. It's like, it's not that it's literally that it's, it's literally, I can't like, I, I can't, um, I've done two inspections a day, but man, it's, it's, it's stressful. And it's hard. I, you know, when you say, oh yeah, you can, no, you can't. I, I personally literally can't, um, because I have another job. Now you asked about timeline and how that timeline works. So my goal was, okay, so obviously I'm doing fairly well. Um, I'm making enough equals to what I'm practically almost what I'm making at UPS. So I can leave. So I'll tell you what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, I don't have much money in my 401k. And I know people say don't touch that for down payment or whatever, but this is, this is my thought process. I will take money out of my 401k. It's only 30,000. I don't care, but yeah. it's only 30,000, but um, I'll take the 30,000 out. We'll buy a house. I know it's tough in this market, but we'll buy a house and I'll work at UPS while building up my business and paying back that 401k because you mm-hmm. have to. And then at that time, I'll leave UPS. Now, I took the 401k out only to find out that because of COVID, I don't have to pay that 401k back. Right. Okay. So that's blessing number one, right? Yeah, right. So I bought a house. The day I got the keys, I got an email from UPS stating that I can volunteer for early re- separation. To early to do retire and they'll give me a severance package <laughs> so 401k check but now i don't have to pay it back i get to keep that now i get to leave ups and now they get to pay they're paying me for leaving ups so it's i can't ask for anything else so april 1st is my is my that's my date where i'm going congratulations forward. wow i mean Call it serendipitous, call it blessing, call it karma, whatever. Things have yeah. worked out well. Yep. Um, that's Definitely that's great. Sure. So great to hear. I want to go back to that one agent because that seems like a big turning point in kind of your business. Did you, like while you were doing the inspection or those interactions with that that rainmaker, did you do anything different? Because you, you probably didn't know how many she did at the time, right? Like while you were doing the inspection, you didn't know how high volume she was or did you? She told me okay. on, that, on that phone call, but I didn't, again, I don't know what, you know, I think 30 is a lot, yeah. you know, yeah. so like, it's I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where people can say, I, I make X amount. Well, to some people that may not be enough, right. to some people that may be a lot. So I don't, I didn't know, obviously she said high volume as she's an agent. So obviously she means a lot. Um, and um, so I, I, so I, so I didn't know, but I, Knowing and believing are two different things. I think I knew it, but I didn't necessarily like, take it into heart until like, you know, yeah, inspection line keep on getting booked, getting booked, and getting booked, and getting booked. So, so how did you? Yeah, on site, were you? Was was she there? 
did you have like what were the interactions like did you do anything different did you put a little extra little polite sauce on it <clears throat> i mean i don't that's such a long time i feel like that's such a long time ago but yeah. i just um with her i told her you know like look i'm an open book i want to be able to learn and get better so she knows that i was newer okay and she's her and another agent a friend of mine really helped create the business centering around agents mm-hmm. here in the northwest so here in the northwest is a little bit different than the east coast so an agent here will try to you know say yeah i will um, um i'll call our, our top three inspectors and book which one whichever one's available and we'll do that for you in the east coast it's like thank you for you know putting an offer on the house go find a home inspector right that's, that's why i feel like in the east coast seo and all that stuff is a little not much but a little bit more vital for that right? people are actually googling you to do a home inspection here it's all referral based i would say 95 is referral based mm-hmm. i mean in the last year and a half i can count on one hand how many people found me on google and wanted a home inspection and then when i told an agent about that like they found you how you know it's, it's, just, yeah. it's just i'm not saying that and that's one thing I'm researching to see if that's another part of my business that I can, can grow that's maybe untapped. Um, so I'm not trying to ignore that, but I'm trying to concentrate on those relationships. So I'm asking them, hey, what do you think about this? And like, well, James, remember, and they always like keep me, keep me grounded. You know, James, you don't need the fancy tools. Stop doing this, stop doing that, focus on this. And so, so we, we, we go ahead ahead sometimes on, on ideas, but they're the ones really have helped me curve out my business of carve out my business of, of what kind of business that really is relational to agents. So um, I still do the water thing. Um, I still do the chair thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think everyone can learn something though, from a little nugget that I'm pulling out of what you said of you were transparent. You, you mentioned that you love growing and learning like eight that I used to be an agent. When you hear that, that you almost care less how new they are. And you're like, wow, I, I associate with that mentality. Cause I'm all, you know, as an agent, they're always growing and learning and trying to grow their book of business. Um, I imagine that made an impression on her where she was like, wow, this guy just is who he is. And yeah. he started. I mean, I, I mean, I'll say something to the effect of like, um, look, if there's something worded in the report that you don't like, you let me know. It takes me a minute to get online to fix it. And mm-hmm. it goes, there's no, you know, I have to write this little PDF again. So, so they, so they love that. Um, that collaborative approach right there. There's something there. There's a lot of hard-headed inspectors that will say, no, I do my, you know, don't tell me I'll do my, you know, they'll get all huffy. That's yeah. really cool. Just the option to collaborate or to, you know, yeah. have a discussion. I mean, and I tell my agents all the time, Hey, look, I'm open up for criticism. So if there's something you don't like, um, let me know, text me, you know, I got a text this morning saying I, did, I do the advance and automation tools. Um, and something's blended together. And so it's not a big deal. And I'm like, well, it looks horrible. So that is a big deal to me. But right. they let me know that they know I want to fix it. You know, wow. so if there's an issue, missing comma in a report or anything like that, they'll say, hey, James, um, we tell you this. And they're not picking at it. They're just saying, James, we know that you want to know. So, you know, you might want to fix this for future. So that's so refreshing, though. Because to me, just when someone's open to that, you just feel that much better about doing business with people like that. And I think that's, Clearly you ascribe to that philosophy. Clearly it's Victoria. You know, we do the same thing with you guys. We're just like, Hey, tell us if something's wrong, we want to fix it. Like, and this, and I've done it before. Right. And I'm, I think I'm getting better, but there's people panic all the time in this field. (laughs) It's like, 
you know, if you don't think people panic, just look at the Facebook group, right? It's like, oh my gosh, this is not working. I'm like, oh, just pause. I mean, there's some, I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm on the site and, and you know, I'm loading up pictures and all of a sudden the screen stops. Now, whether that's Victor, whether that's my iPad, I don't know, guess what I do? I cash it out or, you know, I, I blank it out or delete it. And then I just hit Victoria again and it loads that back up. It takes me five seconds and I'm continuing. Or I can complain about it and just move on with the rules, you know? So it's just, you gotta, nothing's perfect. And you just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. Now, and that, that mentality right there, I think has a lot to do with your success and many others who I've heard um, of just saying, control what you can control, relationships yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, very cool. So you're coming up on this huge transition, which I think lots of inspectors watching and listening to this want to get to, which is, okay, I'm jumping off this ship and I'm getting on this other one. Um, tell me what your mindset is going into going into April 1st and kind of what you're going to do different, what you're going to do the same. Well, I think I, I need to, um, I mean, like this week is completely booked up, right? So it's like, it's been booked up the last few weeks. And so I don't think I have to worry necessarily about that. Um, but it's starting to focus. What else now that I'm not doing, I won't be doing UPS. Mm -hmm. What else can I fill that bucket time with, you know? So, um, it's definitely marketing. I definitely have, have some plans right now. I contract out sewer, for example, but, um, mm -hmm. I order the sewer equipment and so that should get here like next week. Oh, really? New toys. That's fun. So yeah, so it's uh, I know I'm all for the new toys. Also, <laughs> also looking at the uh, um, the cross space robot, um, mm -hmm. you know some people use those, and so um, that's so that's that, that that's a pretty penny. So, um, but I'm like I just focus on marketing, focus on what else you know. I have a plan to uh, um, call 20 agents a day. That's my that's what I wanted to do. You know I. I could say 60 agents a day, but that's not reality. I think 20 agents, I think that's easily to do. And my, I tell you what, my methodology is a little bit different because while people are out trying to contact maybe one agent here or two agents there, um, through Melissa's team, there have been one, two, three, four other agents, you know, because they're actually one of the top producers in, the, in that, in that, um, in, in their organization. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, I'm getting called all the time. Of, yeah, hey, I got you. Melissa referred me to you, um, or or Kim referred me, who was a referral from you know Kim was a referral from Melissa, and so I just kind of yeah. snowballs to that. But most of my, I would say most of my agents are, they all if you would if you draw out like a tree, you know Melissa is is one of the roots. You know she's a sphere of influence that you just clearly impressed and got in good with um yeah kind of by chance and there's another yeah i would say i would say by chance you know yeah. um but also if i listen if i suck at doing inspections you're going to be right using right so there's something there that she liked and there's another agent there too um and she's already you know had brought me on to um some, to another team member of hers so my my methodology if you will is actually not just standalone agents but i'm trying to go and do teams so yeah, team of three or team of four say, Hey, I want to be your inspector for your team. Huge. Not like hey, John Smith. Right. And all that, because they, they'll do like 15 inspections and that's, that's fine. I have a couple of those agents, you know, that's, I have an agent, a couple of agents that, you know, use that they're just solo agents and they use me whenever. And that's perfectly fine. 
and I, and I love them and I'll still do that. That's not because I'm targeting. I'm targeting I'm high volume teams. Is That's smart. Yeah. So. And the teams, you're a unit together and it's sustainable. It yeah. can, it can survive through high and low times through period of higher interest rates. Um, how are you finding them or targeting them? If you don't mind, like we can, we don't have to go too deep down the marketing rabbit hole, but is it Zillow, Zillow searching, Google searching? Um, I would say D all the above. Um, because I, I mean, I'll ask, Hey, Melissa, can you send me, I, I, you guys are maybe number seven, you know, in the whole, your whole organization. Can you send me the top 10, top 15? Perfect. The other one, her name is Jane. I said, Jane, can you send me, you know, in your market center, can you send me the top, top producing companies, um, teams, and she'll send me those. So then, so then I'll reach out to the, I'll reach out to those. And not everyone has the confidence to just ask, right? You just asked like what, yep. what, what do you think goes into that? Is there just a, a comfortable kind of feeling and familiarity there? Like, cause I think more inspectors need to be more assertive like that and just ask, cause what's the worst that could happen. Right. So this is where UPS comes in. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not afraid to talk to people, obviously. Um, I mean, listen, I'm talking to CFOs about switching their supply chain and they spend $500,000 a year plus right. on supply chain. So I don't have an issue, <laughs> um, but we have a saying at UPS, those who ask for more, get more. Simple. So if, so what, they're going to say, no. Okay. Then they say, no, move on. I mean, that's, that's yeah. all you can. And, you know, we talk about, especially when I'm listening to all these podcasts and it's, it's just, it's, it's not just market share, but it's mind share. Right. Right. So it's, it's getting your, it's getting your name out. Um, the inspection I did yesterday, the agent wasn't there. So it was another agent filling in for her. Mm-hmm. She said, Oh yeah, I heard about you. Right. I didn't ask how, you know, just whether it wasn't the right time, but sometimes I will. Um, but it's, it's just mindshare. It's trying to get your name out. It's trying to get, yeah, you know, I'd rather have Bridgetown out more than James Cooper out. Um, but trying to, it's mindshare and market share. You know? Love that. I love how you're thinking about that too, because you're setting yourself up for a team for agents, not to say, no, I have to have James. I don't care if you have three other inspectors. I ha-, and you know, cause then you attach people to you hard to grow a business that way. Right. Yep. yep. Um, love, love, love all of this. I think this is going to be super mm-hmm. useful. Um, what are some things kind of along the way, if you looked at, you know, James from a year or two ago, um, that you wish you knew or that, you know, a new inspector, you know, say in Connecticut or Florida is watching this. If you're just like, dude, don't do what I did or do what I did. <laughs> you know, I have, I've had a very, I'm not saying I didn't make mistakes. I, I did, you know, um, but I'm pretty systematic. Um, you just gotta, you just gotta go do, I'm trying to think of things that there, there are a few inspections that I wish I could take back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, don't rush it. Right. It, even yep. if it's your first one, um, if the agents looking at their watch or whatever, just say, you know, you, you have a job to do and you can't be so concerned with that where you're, you're missing stuff. Cause my first few times, man, I would be, I'd get home and I'd do, you know, take all these pictures and do the report at home. And I'm like, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm sure other inspectors do this too. So I'm going to get some flack for this. I'm sure. But it's almost like, you know, you're going through the list and I'm looking at all the pictures and I'm like, crap, water heater. <laughs> you know, I uh, forgot the water heater. 
how did I miss the water here, right? Or, or, the, or you know what? Or big things, like you look back and like, how in the world did I totally skip the electrical panel? Like how, how does that happen, right? And that's because you're feeling rushed. Yeah, well, I totally get how it happens, yeah. So, Knowing what you guys go through, every inspection, yeah. And then print the tail between your legs because for, guess what? That's not, that's not a necessarily fun phone call, but I think agents appreciate it. When you call an agent, you say, Hey, uh, Samantha, so I need to get back out there. There are a few things that um, I didn't take a, a look at and I want to be take a closer look at. And I think they appreciate that. It may not be fun for them because then they have to organize it. Um, but I, th- I think you just got to learn to suck it up. And it's better it. than the phone call after the fact saying, where's the water heater? Uh, Way exactly. better than that, right? <laughs> you know, as far as mistakes, I... Um, my very first inspection, when I said I was ready, um, I was so eager that, you know, it's funny, I just look up this inspection report, which is embarrassing compared to what my report now, but um, that's a roof that I would not climb today. Okay. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, I think it was a 10, 12 pitch and that's deep. Yep. People that don't know. Um, and I put a ladder up there. Um, I didn't, I didn't even use bungee cord to, to tie it down. I didn't have gloves. It was in the middle of summer. And I remember climbing up there and I got on the ridge and my heart was beating so fast. It was the first inspection. I thought, I got, how, how am I going to get down? I don't know how to get down. <laughs> like you, you look at, you know, I mean, I snowboard sometimes and you, you look down and maybe you get off on the right, on the right, on the wrong lift. You know, you look down, like I can't snowboard down this. I mean, I'm pretty good, but it's like, that's, that's professional level. Um, well, that's how I felt like on the ridge of the roof. And there's no way that I, get down and I remember getting down with I had blisters all in my hands because I was like gripping like the, the the fascia board all the way down and then I put my foot on the ladder and the ladder was like moving left and right oh my god by the time I got into the house I mean I was just sweating <laughs> my heart was beating fast you know and so lesson learned you know now I use a drone but it's uh um it's yeah so just do it but you gotta just also be smart about it. Yeah. Do the agents like the drone or is that kind of a, does that play well? I'm always they, curious I, they love the drone, yeah. you know? And in fact, I had this conversation the other day about, um, about a crawl space and they said, uh, James, you always like the fancy tools, you know, sometimes you don't have to have fancy tools and I wouldn't buy that right now. You know, if you can't inspect it, you just can't inspect it. I said, okay. So let's flip. I said, let's flip this around here. Um, you have another inspector. They inspected that crawl space but they couldn't find that pipe. I found that pipe for your, that's leaking. I found it. They, they didn't. And she's like, she didn't say anything. She's like, that makes sense. You know Good what I mean? Point. So, so people love the drone. Um, you know, when I start out an inspection, I set everything up on the counter. So all my tools, my thermal cameras, my drone even, um, even even tools we use every day, like the gas detector, I put it all out there like a display. Uh, huh. what, where does that come from? That That's again, something you do that I don't think everyone does. A little bit of kind of showmanship or not showmanship, but like kind of letting them know all the things you invest in and do. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can take full credit for that. I think I got it from some, I think I was listening to some podcast, maybe even on here. Um, I think somebody else, you know, I go, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's all mine, but um, it just, 
and I haven't always done that. I think I started doing that the last couple of months. It's a cool um, idea. I like it. Yeah. So it's, I think people are, people like it and people comment on the clean tool, how clean they are. And um, again, I try to provide as much, you know, I provide like a digital tape measure for the clients to use, you know, and they love that because they don't have to stretch the tape measure all the way across, you know, and right. It, what, what, what you can do for the agent or the clients will be, will mean more in the long run. Yeah. Those things add up, man. And they make impressions. Impressions matter. I think uh, a lot of inspectors just want to think, oh, it's the content and the report and that's it. And it's like, oh, there's so many more pieces to it. Um, this may come from your business background, but I, I do have to comment on the fact that like, okay, even just this interview, look, got a good background. You're well-groomed, haircut, like nice shirt. Like, is this all on purpose because you are like, hey, I am a professional. I am a colleague. I'm an associate of these agents. We need to be on the same level. Or is it just, that's just how you are? Uh, I would say both. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I have a work truck and my logo is not, it's just very simple on the door. It's not a magnet. Um, it's, it's nice. It's very classy looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've thought about, you know, if I ever hire somebody, am I going to get like maybe a, a bigger statement on the vehicle, but I didn't want a statement on the vehicle. Um, I have, you know, I have uh, gray or brown pants and I have about eight, five of these shirts. Um, so these are my, this is my inspection shirt. Um, so that's just, I, I do have a uniform. Yeah. Uh, my closet's like, it's all like, you see the business casual or it's my, you know, I just went out and bought some like non-business casual clothes because it's UPS. I don't really have any. And, um, so yeah, this is just, this is my, my get up. Um, it's coming clean. It's coming the same all the time. And it builds up one is it builds that brand, but two, it builds that consistency that the agent's like, Oh yeah, that's James. Right. Cause it's blue. It's great. It's gray pants, um, shoes all the time. And I, it's just, it's a statement. I love that. And to me, it's like branding 101, but we all, we don't tend to think of branding with like ourselves and our appearance as much as say like digital branding, but it totally matters. And I think it's a huge deal. It's how the big boys do it. The big multis, they want a consistent experience because yeah. that brings comfort. Yeah. Agents want yeah. comfort. Well, humans want comfort, I guess we yeah. can say. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's being consistent and, um, you know, it's not cheap. I don't think I haven't done yet is embroidered my, my shirts, but I've been, I've been so busy. I only know when I can drop them off. Honestly, it's, yeah. you know, so uh, that's, that's the next step. So outstanding problems. Um, yeah. at any point along this past year, did you ever have that moment of that? Oh shit moment. Like, I don't know how I'm going to juggle all this. Um, and just, just that feeling of overwhelm. Probably every day. <laughs> i'll tell you why you know so you know i have my i'm open book right so now if ups is listening to this but um i'm almost done but it's 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 my ups phone it's in my pocket right so if i'm inspecting i'm talking with a client or whatever and it's vibrating you know my stress level goes up yes is it you know is it a million million dollar account that's about to leave ups because of an issue right you know, or just something I forgot to respond to, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting home sometimes and I have a hey, James, how come you haven't responded to this yet? And so there is every time that phone vibrates, every time it beeps, every time it rings, you know, that stress level goes up and it's all almost that like heavy weight on your shoulders. Right. And I feel like I can't go out and 
man, when I'm doing an inspection, I, I feel like I'm free. I love it. You know, it's, it's definitely what I want to do. Um, and that's not the same feeling I get when I'm at my desk. Doing the day UPS. job. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think once I'm done with UPS, I think that's going to lift, but man, to answer your question, I, I think it's every day. It's been overwhelming exhaustion of just, it's, it's, it is stressful. I'm not going to lie about that. How did you cope with it? How did, yeah. What did, what did you do to kind of, um, not let it consume you or overrun you or make you do a worse job at either, you know, job? Um, I think back to what you said earlier, you know, I can control what I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I started in the last several weeks starting. Okay. So when I get done with an inspection that evening, I'll go through my UPS emails. Let me respond to everybody in a timely manner. And that's helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's just time management. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. And I think inspectors, um, as a whole, sometimes aren't great at that because you have to wear so many hats. It's not because they're, it's not because we're, you know, the industry's bad at it. I think it's because you're a marketer, you're a customer service person, you're sales, you're an inspector, you're all these things. And it's like, how do I time box these? And I'm always just encouraging, like literally time box them, put them on your calendar. I am a marketer from 10 to 12 on Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got to block out some time. Yes. Um, no, I was just, I asked that question because I feel like that anxiety or that stress bleeds into the business. It can diminish results. It can help you not build as good a relationships if people let that kind of overrun them versus this is the path I've chosen to do both of these part-time or to, you know, to have this part-time while I'm doing a full-time job. It, I'm going to live with the results. I can only do what I can do. Um, so that, I think I, there's a lot of inspectors that are probably going through that that are watching this. So I just wanted to give that some lip service. Yeah, it's... Um... I think if I'm fair, if I'm honest about it, who probably who suffered is not my clients or my agents, but probably my close friends and family. Yeah. You know, it's because, yep. you know, I've had a long day and I come home, man, kids quiet. <laughs> like I, I, you know, and so my patience level is just, by the time I get home, it's just done. It's done. Oh, yeah. I have no more left just because I'm giving everybody my all. And I know, you know, people, this is where the whole family life balance, where I need to figure that out. And so I do think once UPS is done, that anxiety will leave, um, you know, and I can start paying, you know, attention to that part of my life. But I think if anybody suffered, it's probably close friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and it sounds like you, you, you know, communicated that and have it, it'll be an open dialogue and hopefully the wife's, you know, wife is on board and mm-hmm. spouse is on board with like, the journey you're going on because they know the end goal you know it's like with spectora early on i think my wife knew at the end of those like 12 hour days i had no decision making power left so she even just like what do you want for dinner i'm like i don't know <laughs> yeah. that, that is it you know it's like i mean i've done more dash in this last you know several months for like i don't know i'll order something how's that you know yeah um, it'll be here in 20 minutes. Chipotle. So, that was my default. That's all I can think about. Yeah. Chipotle. I mean, just, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, but anyway, when, once UPS is done, I think that will, um, I'm, I think I'm more excited than I am anything else because that's going to live, lift off so much weight. Oh, it's going to be great. You're going to have some of this open field kind of space to think about how do I innovate? How do I get more efficient? How do I yeah, hire? I, that's the thing is I'm actually just put out an ad on Indeed um, hiring another inspector. Oh, sweet. All right. We'll see how that comes about. So, so if you're in the, what Portland Beaverton, uh, area, yeah. 
hit them yeah. up. Yeah. Very cool. So what, um, I've heard hiring, obviously one of the hardest parts in this business. Um, yeah. How do you approach that? How are you thinking uh, about that? You know, some people think I'm too picky, but man, some of these emails I've gotten already, it's just, there's, there's nothing in the subject line, you know, there's brutal. not, it's brutal. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I, I think I want to be picky. Um, yeah. you know, and, and at one agent that said, uh, well, you know, you're probably just looking for this blue collar type of people that to join your team, to do a home inspector, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't think that has to be when I first got started in this, I think you can agree, but like with the whole real estate, it's so, it's so fragmented and isn't, it's so, it just doesn't make, it's not very, it's not smooth. Um, not, not from my perspective. And, and even home inspections, when I first got into it and there's so much Facebook groups and so much negativity and, and, and all this stuff that I'm like, that's not what I want to be about or even part of like, you know, I would say my advice to new inspectors and I would still classify me as new, right. Mm -hmm. But to other new inspectors is, um, don't look at your competition of what they do, do what you want to do. And like you set the bar, don't worry about anybody else. Cause when I first got started, everybody was just like, I was trying to figure out value statements, you know, UPS is big on positioning statement and what's your mm -hmm. elevators all that stuff. So I have that, but, um, trying to figure out like, look, when you are, um, everybody does radon, everybody does sewer, everybody does their own inspections, but you, you, you get all that. But what do you do differently? You know, mm -hmm. well, I climb roofs. <laughs> we all, <laughs> we all climb roofs, man. What, what sets yourself differently, right? Um, but it's, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but it's just, uh, um, yeah, it's just look at you, your competition, not for what they are currently doing, but set yourself apart by what you want to do. Yeah. Having that own vision is so important and it's difficult for some that maybe never have worked in a formal business setting or, um, you know, they're, if they, if they have a degree, it's not necessarily in something where they had to think about positioning and branding. And so I get it. Um, and the easy, lazy thing to do is to look over at your competition and say, Oh, we're thorough. We give you peace of mind. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm outlawing that on all of our websites, anything we do. I don't want anyone to have that as their main value prop because it's generic and it's too simple. Yeah, so um, figure out like when you're talking to an agent, one thing I've learned is figure out, teach them something that they don't know or bring up something that you know inspectors don't do, mm, right? Like that. So it's, um, it's, let's talk about action plans, not action plans, but um, um, the automated ac action. Actions, action. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> So people use it for, you know, contractors and all that stuff. I, I feel like I use it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure other people do it in this way, but I use it for post as well, inspections. So what's the biggest things for agents? It's touch points with their clients, right? Right. So I know Keller Williams, for example, and I have several of those agents as well. And I know Keller Williams wants them to do X amount of touch points throughout the year. Mm -hmm. right? So let's just say that their touch points is 40 touch points a year. If I can say, well, what if I do 12, what if I do 15 of those touch points for, on your behalf? So you don't have to. That's interesting. So um, I'll provide you a monthly, I'll provide your clients, every single one of your clients with a monthly newsletter. Rachel, stop. <laughs> oh, my wife. 
um, she uh, um, a monthly newsletter with their client information on it. Okay. Okay. Um, and then those automated emails brings it back to the client. So for example, it'll say, hey, it's been three months since you've had the inspection. I hope everything's doing well within your house. Um, if you have any questions or you're looking to sell or buy another house, please reach out to and you know list the client. So I do that for three months, six months, and a year. So what I'm telling the agents, I don't I don't complain of what their agent what their other inspectors do. Right. I'm saying that I know that they don't do. Is I'm saying, well, who's marketing for you? Do you have is your inspector marketing for you? Are they are they trying to get you trying to get more clients? It's a win-win, right? Think about like again, it's a it's a UPS thing, right? When I'm going in, I'm talking to CFO, it's like, look, we want you to grow your business because if you grow your business, we'll ship more packages, ship more packages. Right? We all win. Yeah. We all win. So if I can get you more clients and you use me as your inspector, it's a win-win. Brilliant. So I use automations for that, for you know, oh hey, reminder and all that stuff. But I use it for three months, six months, nine months, and twelve months after the inspection. That's beautiful. That's that is that's innovating. That's using automation for your advantage. You're using it for marketing ammunition. That's, yep. I love it. I haven't done it for past a year, you know, year yet. I, I don't know. I don't, um, that's something I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, yeah. but that takes a lot to like, you know, 18 months, 24 months. Yeah. Like what comes then? What happens then? Do people want a follow-up kind of check home checkup? Do people, Yeah. Where yeah, do we so, go from there? But even the first year, when you tell agents like, "Hey, I'll tell you what, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to your clients, um, you know, every month with a newsletter, and it has your name, it has your picture, you know, on that. Um, and in addition to that, three months, six months, nine months, and twelve months, I will actually touch base with them on your behalf. And if they have any questions on buying or selling, your name and phone number will be attached. Right there, front and center. How do yep. you? Um, so are you putting together the newsletter? Um, I use, uh, REW rest. Okay. Got it. Right on. And you can go in and, and play around with it. And if there's a high performance agent that you want to reach out to, you mm-hmm. can go create a newsletter with their picture and their number and contact information for this last month, print it out. Cause I know it's all digital, but you can still print it out. Right. And bring it to them um, and say, by the way, this is what I send out to the, to the clients. And it has your, their name, not just like a John Doe picture. It has their name and their picture. It's like, you know, we can send this out once a month um, and then tell them about the, the whole three, six, nine, and 12. That's thinking about the customer. A lot of inspectors struggle to think of the agent as the customer, but like, let's be real. They are a customer. They are yeah, someone you got to. When I say client, when I say client, I mean, I, at every transaction, I have two clients. Yes. Right. One client's transactional and most likely never hear from them again. They right. buy a house. We're going to live in that house for 10, 15 years from now. And unless you're trying to touch base with them for the next 15 years. Right. right? But that agent has three or four or five transactions coming the next month. So that's, that's a continuing, um, you know, relationship that you want to build on. You want to impress. That's just a healthy mindset. I think I, I get when inspectors say, yes, tech, like technically, literally, okay, your client's the client, they're paying you money, but like, let's not get it, it twisted here that the agent matters a ton. And if you can think about what they want, which you've done, which is let me keep you in front of the client for you. 
That's just part of working with me. Yeah. No wonder they love you. Yeah, it just, it just, I don't know. It just, it just makes, it just makes sense. You yeah. Know? And so trying to, trying to build that, um, that reputation. So. How big do you want to get? Have you ever thought about that? How, what, uh, what's the grand vision? Uh, well, I want to, we talk about mindshare, right? But when people think about home inspections in this area, I want them to think of Bridgetown first. So how big do I want to get? Um, I got into this not to be doing inspections for the next 10 years. Right. I just don't. Um, yeah. You know, I do uh, IEB. Um, I, I'm in their launch, their launch, their launch program. And great organization. Yep. Great organization. And I would say with my business background, there's a lot of stuff in there that was um, good reminders, yep. you know, but a lot of stuff in there is pretty much new. I think it's perfect for those people that, um, you know, they're in the construction background. They never owned a business before. They don't know how to formulate something. I think it's perfect for them. For me, it's just, it was just a lot of good reminders. Um, but it's, um, I, I want to, I want to be able to grow and not be able to, they, they talk about hire your first hire as an operations person. Right. Um, and I was going to go that route, but you know what? I've done operations for a large event company. Um, I've done marketing. So I think the best operations and marketing guy for my business at this time, his name is James. So if I'm going to hire anybody, I'm not going to hire an operations person. I'm going to hire an inspection. So it frees me up to do operations and, and, and marketing. That works for you. And that's fair. Yeah. Completely fair. I think everyone needs to know their own strengths. Like that's absolutely. absolutely. Just like when it comes to financial stuff, mm-hmm. you know, there will be a time when I need to hire a CFO because that's not my, that's not my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I can admit that. Um, so, but that's, that's down the line, but I, I want to be, um, I want to be the number one company in Portland which I know, I know that's, that's, that's broad and I know that's big and however that is, but um, you know, I want it to be as, as familiar it is. And they see the truck there. Yeah. That's Bridgetown. So I love be, that. I want to be Starbucks of inspections, if you will. To me, you know, and like to set that, that's very malleable and that can be adapted, but it's very clear what the vision is. Like we want to be the best hands down and, and everything you do seems to work towards that, which I love. Yeah. You know, whether that's being a team of five, team of 10, team of 14, you know, um, this is the way you look at it. So there have been, I think in January of this year, there were 1,890 homes that were purchased. Everyone needs to know those numbers, by the way, for your market. If you can't say that every month, you're missing the boat. Everyone's going to know. If you don't know how to find it, Google. (laughs) Dr. Google. Gosh. Anyway, um, so 1,000, right? So if you take out the weekends, that's 90 inspections a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm doing one. <laughs> so, so there's technically, there's 89 other opportunities that I have to, to gain that market share. Now, I don't, I want to say that I'm best, but come on, I, I don't think I'm the best. I want to be the best. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's other companies that are great companies, great inspectors, um, in my area. In fact, we have a PDX Facebook group. Um, and there's about, I don't know how many, maybe 14. And we talk all the time. We're going to have a barbecue here. In, oh, in cool. March, you know? Love it. So it it's, it, and, and a few of them are, are Spectoria users and all that stuff. And I've seen their, you know, I've seen their, their templates. I've seen their, mm-hmm. their reports and all that stuff. And I, and they, they do great work. Um, but at the same time, um, it's, uh, 
Um, again, don't, don't know where I was going with that, but it's, uh, um, anyway. We want you taking market share from the, the half-ass inspectors that don't really give it their all, that don't really stay current with technology. Like I want all, I want everyone taking business from that because that doesn't do the client and agent well. That doesn't serve them well. Yeah. Now look, if I, you're right. So if I'm, if there's 91, if there's 90 inspections that, and I, and I only do one, I'm sure without a doubt that there's 50 other ones out there that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I, if I'm not, if I'm not not the best, I do feel like with, like I said, with my marketing and all that stuff, that would be the top 10. I I feel that I'm new, but I feel like I would be in the top 10. And I feel like when someone else uses, uses, uses another person, I'm, say there's another inspection company, I'll go to the website and I will, I will personally, internally judge them, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. We all do it. Yeah. If, they're, if, if it's a bad website, they're not a competitor. Right. If they're not on social media, they're not a competitor. They're not, you know? When yeah. I first started, I wrote down of all the companies and with an X and if they didn't have a website at all, nope. And if they have a website, but it hasn't been updated for ever, they're not a competitor. Even if they're, there's a large company here, they haven't updated their website in a long time. They don't do anything. In fact, um, I had, did have an agent that uses them for the sewer and for the, for the radon. Mm-hmm. They no longer use them for the sewer and their radon. They use me. That, those are at risk businesses. And those are the, and I wonder what percent, and I would venture to say up to 50% in a lot of major markets are still kind of the old sleepy guard that are at risk for losing agents in business. And I think that we're still in the early stages. I think, I think relationships are important. I think a lot of these people that's been in the business for a long time are dependent on those relationships, but guess what? People eventually get old and retire <laughs> and you have newer agents coming up that love the, the modern reports. They love the advanced tools that we, that we have. They love the drones and they love it. They get it. They love yep. that social media, all that. They love it. They, they fit in. So, um, I think those companies will still, still thrive, but I think eventually they'll start seeing less and less. I remember during a inspection, um, for, for Melissa and I was in the basement of this house and I heard this guy's voice. It was the owner of the company that she used to do the raid on from. And he was coming. He's like, oh, I probably should have done this a long time ago. I just wanted to stop and introduce myself. And I'm inside, I'm like, first, I, my, my first thought was I was nervous, right? Oh, he's trying to take my business. Right. But then I thought, I know Melissa well enough now. And I kind of smiled. I'm like, a little too late, dude. A yep. Little, a little too late. And if you would have focused on all your new relationships, you know, left the, so, left the door cracked and you kicked it down. And, uh, and guess what? They use them all for, for sewer. And I, I get my equipment here in a week or two. So, um, you know, sorry, but it. not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about sorry. Love it. Uh, you know, so love it. Um, I know we both got to run. We're at the hour. Um, this was amazing. Thank you. This was so good, James. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for, uh, for making this happen. Um, this will be a great episode. I think everyone will take a lot from this and continued growth. I'm excited to keep up with your story. Exciting. Adding new, new services that just bump revenue. It's great. Well, that's all we want to do, right? Set ourselves apart. Just do right on the sewer inspection. Like everybody else. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Right on. Well, thanks a bunch. Uh, have a good rest of your busy week. You too, man. Right on.